Welcome back to the Stuttering Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, and today is Week 9 Power Rankings. It is Wednesday. I do Power Rankings on Wednesday. Very self-explanatory. I'm going to list them from 32 to 1 and give my explanation. So without further ado, let's get right into it with number 32. That is the New York Jets. This is a given. They are 0 and 8. Um, yeah, that's a given. Number 31, the Dallas Cowboys. They they looked worse on offense than I thought that they would. I thought Zeke would at least be able to get going. He could not. That was their only glimmer of hope for this offense. They this this team does not have a hope. This team has no hope. Moving on to number 30, that is the Jacksonville Jaguars. With Gardner Minshew out, um, yeah, the team was already bad enough. They're not going to look good. Their offense should plummet. As And to be fair, the offense was not very good to begin with. They are still in full-on rebuild mode. They still need a year or two to really get things moving. Moving on to 29, that is the New York Giants. Their defense looked very good on Monday Night Football versus the Bucks. I sincerely believe that the Buccaneers... We're going to kill the Giants on primetime television, but the Giants did not let it happen. Their defense looked, honestly, really good. I like their defense, and I love its potential with another piece or two, but the offense, Daniel Jones especially, is not good. I'm excited to see what... I'm excited to see what Daniel Jones does as this year continues to progress, so hopefully he can progress... He can progress just as a quarterback because Daniel Jones, I think, has the potential. I just his decision making sometimes is just bad. So I'm excited to see if he can progress throughout the season. Moving on to 28, that is the Washington football team. Um, they didn't play. They are coming off of a bye week. And well, the defense is still looking very good, but that offense is still so bad. And they made no moves during the trade deadline. And yeah, there was no Dwayne Haskin deal. So I was pretty surprised to see that. Moving on to 27. Moving on to 27, that is the Houston Texans. Um, so um, so, the, um, so they were also coming off of a bye week, but all of the other bad teams, like in their general range, won. So um, yeah, by default, they dropped a few spots. Houston still has Deshaun Ru- Watson and they have no reason to tank since Miami has their pick. Hopefully they can pull off a few wins because because I like Deshaun Watson. So hopefully they can pull off a few wins. Moving on to 26, that is the Minnesota Vikings. I know they just came off a big win and they're still down bad. Why? Dalvin Cook murdered it and led them to a win, but you cannot expect this to be a weekly thing. I don't think he's 2012 Adrian Peterson. I do not think that one bit. The defense still needs major improvements, and the passing game still very, very weak. Dalvin Cook murdered it and led them to a victory. It was a big win, very big win. But I'm going to need to see it again for for it to feel legitimate to me. I think this is just a one-off game that Dalvin Cook just played incredible in. And by one-off game, I know Dalvin Cook's going to continue to play well, but I'm saying play well enough for it to translate to a win that's what i'm saying moving on to 25 new england patriots 
as Bill Belichick said, this year we have less to work with. It's just the facts. And it shows, <laughs> and it shows um, Cam is not doing well. And they need at least two big wins to be considered a playoff contender again. Because this team, yeah, they're not looking, they're not looking good right now. Things are not looking good up in Boston. Moving on to 24, that is the Philadelphia Eagles, the last and best team in the NFC East. The Eagles won against the Cowboys and still fell in the power rankings. Why is that? Carson Wentz had four turnovers against the Dallas defense. That is sad. Wentz is supposed to be one of their few bright spots because their team overall is not very good, but the injuries have pummeled them so far. He's just too inconsistent and a guy I can't trust in big games. I'm not trusting Carson Wentz. Moving to 23, that is the Detroit Lions. This team just got murdered by the Colts, and Kenny Galladay is doubtful for next week. The offense without Galladay should and I think will will struggle, and the defense is already struggling as is. Matt Patricia, I think it's his time. I really think it's his time to go. They are going to need a major turnaround for, for me to trust Matt Patricia moving forward. Moving on to 22, the Atlanta Falcons get that spot. They they got a good win on Thursday Night Football, but they're 2-6. and six. But their team's still ultra-talented on offense. I say that every week, but they're still a, a bottom-tier team. So they got a good win. Maybe, maybe this can be the start of something good, kind of like how they finished last season. But um, yeah, mm, I don't know about this team. I don't know team is ultra talented but still two and six they just got a new interim coach i don't know i you obviously cannot trust the falcons moving on to 21 that's the cincinnati Bengals. joe burrow looks fantastic but the defense needs a lot of help they are allowing 400 yards per game but but as we saw last week with their win over the Titans when the defense plays very well. They can beat very good teams. So, yeah, the Bengals have been close in many of their losses. That's why they're ranked so highly. And, well, Joe Burrow is looking great. Moving on to 20, that is the Carolina Panthers. I did have higher hopes for this team going into Thursday Night Football last week. I was honestly kind of high with that team. Um, but then they lost to Atlanta. I still like them, but that game showed me that I had my hopes a little too high and I need to bring them down with this team. Having Christian McCaffrey back is big time, but they're not, no. They're still in their first year with Matt Rule, Joe Brady. I forgot the new defensive coordinator's name. They, they need more time together. I was a little high with that team. I was a little high on that team last week. Moving on to 19, I have the Los Angeles Chargers there. Yes, they're still in the they're still in the low teens. Won't you look at that? They blew another lead. Another one. They blew another lead. The reason I don't have them dropping is because they put themselves in these positions to win. Yet then they just blow it. That's like that's like four straight games. They've blown a 17 plus point lead. Like guys, like I still like this team. I still, I don't know why, but 
I can't put them below the Panthers, the Bengals, the Falcons because they're putting themselves in positions to win. They are there. They're looking at the finish line. They just trip every time. So, so I still like this Chargers team, but I'm liking them less and less as they blow more leads. Moving on to 18, that's the San Francisco 49ers. Man, I would have them higher, but their injury report is insane. It's insane. Four and four, their record's good, but I gotta see this next week to to like to like give them a, a more defined spot because it's Nick Mullins, Jarek McKinnon, and Brandon Ayuk. I can't trust that. I need to see them play tomorrow. So, so like not that I'll know what they are, but I'll have a better idea. Moving on to seventeen, that is the Denver Broncos. Yes, just came off a huge comeback win, a huge bounce back win against the Los Angeles Chargers. And if Drew Locke can keep it up, which I think he will, expect them to, you know, kind of climb this list. Their defense is okay, but but that may get better as injuries start to come back. And I'm liking this team right now. I'm liking the Broncos. I need to see another week or two. Maybe I'm just a little high on them like I was with Carolina last week. But um, I'm excited to watch them next week because... Because, because how they perform next week will show how 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 I expect them to perform the next of the the rest of the season. Excuse me. Moving on to sixteen, that's the Miami Dolphins. Tua looked okay with the debut. It was a bunch of short throws, but I mean he's he was playing a really good Los Angeles Rams defense, so I'm not like blaming him or anything. But, you know, their offense is okay, but they have a top-tier defense in the NFL. Their offense is definitely going to definitely going to struggle. And, well, I should have done more research because Miles Gaskin is going to be out for three games. Um, I bet I sounded like an idiot on Fantasy, Tuesday, on Fantasy Tuesday yesterday. Um, I would still suggest picking him up, but... Maybe not right now, because he's out for three fucking games. I'm stupid for that one. I should have... I didn't... I I honestly did not hear that he was hurt. I'll take full responsibility for that. I apologize on that. I probably sounded like an idiot then. But uh, yeah, no, the Dolphins, why they're ranked 16th? Um, If they had Fitzpatrick in, they would definitely be ranked higher. But I'm not faulting them for putting in their rookie that they drafted with the fifth overall pick. You have to put them in. And the reason they're ranked at 16 is because their defense is incredible. They have a great defense and Brian Flores is a great coach. Moving on to number 15, that is the Cleveland Browns. They had a horrendous offensive showing versus the Las Vegas Raiders. During a game, I thought they would have a great offensive showing. It, that gives me little confidence in this team. Well, specifically with this offense moving forward. And um, the confidence I have there is is strictly on the defensive end. You know, they still have talent on defense. Nick Chubb is returning soon, though. So, so boom. That is a glimmer of hope. That's a pretty big glimmer of hope. That's a big addition. So, well, the offense may very well return to form in no time. Because that is huge. They will be able to run the ball more, which means the ball is out of Baker's hands, which means that Baker doesn't have the opportunity to play like trash. So, yeah, 
Baker, though, Baker is a strange case. I think he has the talent there. It's just not translating. Just like for whatever reason, it's just not translating. And I don't know. I don't know what they should do. Moving on to 14, that is the Chicago Bears. That defense is so good, but that offense is so mediocre. No matter who the QB is, the offense is mediocre. The defense is keeping them in these games, and that Saints game was a great showing of that. It was a great showing of how of how their defense just, just does just enough to keep them in. And well, during the Saints game, I'll give credit where credit is due, Nick Foles brought him back. Nick Foles did a really good job to finish off that game. But they could not get the win. But he did he he did start the comeback, just could not quite finish it. This Bears team has talent, but they need offensive line help and they need a franchise quarterback desperately. Moving on to 13, that is the Raiders. Las Vegas is a weird team. I don't like their defense. I really don't. And I really should not like their offense because, well, when you have Derek Carr, you should be throwing the ball more and not running the ball 31 times. I do like Josh Jacobs, but you shouldn't be running the ball with him 31 times if you have that confidence in Derek Carr. So, yeah. And with that receiving court, I like Henry Ruggs, but he's not like a number one receiver yet. Um, and like Nelson Aguilar, yeah, yeah, like no thanks. He's he's okay, I guess. But I mean, the bright spots on that offense, Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller, they are the bright spots. Derek Carr, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if the Raiders can make a big time playoff push this season with Derek Carr. I guess we just got to figure out. They have a wonky passing game. Strange team, but they're doing enough to be 4-3. and three. So, moving on to 12, that is the Los Angeles Rams. The offense looked horrific against Miami. It, I had high hopes about this team, but then they threw the ball 61 times. What, what don't you get? You can't throw the ball 61 times. You simply, that that should not happen with Jared Goff at quarterback. I love this defense, but God, Jared Goff throwing 61 times. Like, they should really just not do that. Then they'd probably be higher on this damn list. <laughs> like, throwing the ball 61 times. Fuck no. That's, no. This team can score points and win games, but I don't feel confident about them making a playoff push when you have Seattle and Arizona in the same division as you. I don't like it. And hell, the 49ers, they're still 4-4 four four some, somehow, some way. So I guess I got to give them their respect here. They can take down this Rams team. Rams, I don't know. Like the defense is incredible, but the offense, they have not been the same since the Patriots killed them that Super Bowl. Not one bit. But I mean, hell, there's... <laughs> I mean, fuck, they're still 12th, so they're still... <laughs> so they're still doing enough here but they but but I feel like they should be hired they have the talent they have the pieces to be higher they're just not so that's why I sound upset when I talk about the Rams offense moving to 11 we have the Buffalo Bills there they had a good bounce back win against New England but damn they still came very close to losing and that's 
mainly because the offense is still looking average, especially in the passing game. I believe in Josh Allen. I sincerely think if you start off the season playing like that, you have that talent there. You have that. I just have to see them get another good win for me to really, really believe in this team and, and you know, put them back into the top 10. Speaking of the top 10, let's get to the top 10. Number 10, Tennessee Titans. I'm not really panicking about this team, but I think they deserve to fall to number 10. They lost to a great Pittsburgh's team. Okay, fair enough. You'll fall a, a few spots. But then the next week to just be dogged out by the Bengals. Come on, guys. And these these next four games are going to be tough on the Titans. They have Indianapolis twice, Chicago, and Baltimore. We'll find out what that offense is, and we'll find out if Ryan Tannehill can have a bigger piece. Wait. Pause. If, <laughs> if he can step up to a bigger role, that makes more sense. If Ryan Tannehill can step up into a bigger role playing four really good defenses, because we saw Derrick Henry step up into that role last postseason, but Ryan Tannehill, I think he needs to show it for them to be true Super Bowl contenders in my eyes. So we'll find out what Tannehill is. Their defense is still bad, by the way. Um, yeah, num- number nine. Indianapolis Colts, the great defense, good offense team, just dropped 40 points. They're tied for first in the division with the previously mentioned Tennessee Titans. I'd be on the lookout for this team. I think Frank Wright and Phillip Rivers are gelling. I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing. They used all three backs last week. They got all three involved. I think they're starting to gel, and maybe I'm a little high on this team, but the Colts, I'm liking what I'm seeing from them. Moving on to number eight, that is the New Orleans Saints. The offense just had a pretty good performance versus a pretty great defense without their two best wide receivers. I'm not concerned about their offense, but I'm a little concerned with their defense. They allowed Foles back into the game, but I think the offense is good enough and has the veteran leadership to outduel most teams. Moving on to number seven, that is the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray and the team remain in the top seven. They did not play due to having a bye week, and no one beneath them or above them had a strong enough or poor enough performance to to move this team. But yeah, you know, they have a great offense, good defense. So yeah, Cardinals remain at seven. Moving on to six, that is the Green Bay Packers. I'm not concerned about this team. I'm a little concerned with the rush defense after seeing the Dalvin Cook performance. But, you know, as a team, everything will be okay. Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, and he didn't even have a bad game. Just wait till he starts having great games. That's when this team is going to be fucking scary. Entering the top five, number five, the Seattle Seahawks. The offense is still great, but the defense remains very bad. Nick Mullins against this defense threw for 238 yards and two touchdowns. I'm not confident in this team when they play a great offense like the four other top five teams. Moving on to number four, talking about great offenses, let's talk about the most talented offense. That's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I was very excited to see this offense on Monday night against the just just dog the Giants, but 
they had a competitive game that went down to the wire. You can't move them up the list after that. Um, yeah, I'm very excited to see Antonio Brown debut for them this week. But yeah, they're still a fantastic, great team, one of the best teams. But a near loss to a terrible team is worse than the Ravens' loss to a great team. So that's why I have them beneath the Ravens, even though the Ravens just lost. Speaking of the Ravens, they remain at three. I'm not panicking after the Steelers' loss because they looked fucking good. Lamar Jackson just needs to touch up his throwing arm, but I still think they're a top three team. And even with Lamar Jackson playing poorly against Pittsburgh, the game still went down to the very last play. I'm not concerned about this Ravens team. I think they'll be A-OK. They will still finish out this season fantastically. The Ronnie Ronnie Stanley loss is ginormous, though. I wish him the best. But yeah, the Ravens, they, they still looked really good. I'm not concerned. Not one bit. Moving on to num. As you know, pause. Going back to the Ravens, the thing I am concerned about is when Lamar Jackson plays great games. He, I mean, plays great teams. He chose. I am concerned about that. That is something I'm concerned about. I'm glad I did not forget that. We saw it happen against the Chiefs. We saw it happen during his two playoff appearances and Pittsburgh with Big Ben. That's something I'm very concerned about. He does not play good in big games, and hopefully over this season. Hopefully he can just get over that hump because once he gets over that hump, he's unstoppable. Speaking of unstoppable, let's let's talk about the best quarterback in the league. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs fall down to number two for the first time this season. They've had a fantastic start. I believe they're seven and one, maybe six and one, but they are a one loss team and they're hitting on all corners. They have won games through their rushing game, through their defense. And we just saw them beat the Jets using Patrick Mahomes' arm last week. They're incredible. Great team. The defending champs. And they could very well be there again. But let's get to number one. For the first time this season, the Pittsburgh Steelers are ranked number one in the power rankings. And that's because, well, they don't have anything to prove. They, they don't have that hump to get over to make sure that they're number one. Oh, they don't have that hump to get over to to, to keep them down at number two. I, I'm I'm not concerned. They've beat everyone on the schedule, and they don't ha- and they didn't even have a bye week after the Tennessee game. They don't have a bye week from here on out. I'm not concerned about this team, and they played two great teams in back to back weeks. The only thing left that they have to prove is the Chiefs in the playoffs. That's the only thing left. But a win over the Ravens after a win over the Titans, two teams that all of these professional analysts are so damn high on, they beat them and some people still have them at two. I don't see why. Pittsburgh Steelers, number one, undefeated, just beat the Baltimore Ravens, another top three team that I'm very high on. That's going to do it for me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with your friends. If not, share it with your friends. Follow me on Twitter at StutteringProds. That's Stuttering P-R-O-D-S. And on Instagram at that guy who talks about the sports. I'm posting on there as much as I can. I'm trying to like make new content there. Just like that. Have like smaller stuff. Like on Monday, I posted a week eight recap where I had the top three plays from week eight, the top 
the the top three player performances and the game of the week so boom that happened and then yesterday i posted my top five mvp candidates with the stats laid out with a kind of cool format they're not high quality but i'm working with what i got here so yeah hope you enjoyed and have a great day